You want action? Well, you came to the right place. This is John Jerva coming at you with another edition of the Action Flicks Action Fix Podcast. Last episode saw me talking to action icon Dolph Lundgren. That's now available on Anchor, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcast. so make sure you check it out. And in this episode, we have a rising actor who has a new movie out this week on Video On Demand and Digital. Actor Julian Moore Cook is a name you should remember. The actor best known for the TV series Benidorm, Doctors, Endeavor, and Hobie City, as well as the theater productions The Lieutenant of Inishmore and Translations, is a star on the rise. And this week saw him headlining his first motion picture in the new crime thriller Blonde Purple from director Marcus Flemings. Julian plays a rough-around-the-edges criminal who gets into one dog-day afternoon when he is stuck inside a bank when a robbery goes terribly awry. The film is a thriller in the vein of Guy Ritchie and will leave you guessing to the outcome until the very end. In this exclusive interview, Julian stops by the Action Fix podcast to discuss his career, which included cameo stints on the popular series 24 with Kiefer Sutherland, as well as Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. We also discussed a new movie, as well as what the future holds for the young man. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my exclusive interview with Blonde Purple Rising star Julian Moore Cook. So uh, I wanted to thank you for uh, meeting with me today. First of all, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. <laughs> yes, happy holidays to yourself as well. Yeah. So uh, I got it. So we're here talking about your new movie, Blonde Purple. I got a chance to watch it last night. Yes. And I must say, it, and I mean this in a good way. It's not what I expected at all. <laughs> That's good. Excellent. Good. So um, go ahead. What did you expect? Oh, well I, I, well, I expected, like, you know, like a traditional, like, uh, you know, a bank heist type of movie, which it was, but there was so much more to it. And I, and I actually enjoyed the fact that it was a lot with the characters. There was a lot more, you know, with the characters. So you actually became invested uh, with them, especially your, your character, Wyatt, and uh, Madison, who I thought, uh, the, the Ellie, who played Madison, who I thought was phenomenal. You guys just had a great chemistry working together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's a fantastic actor, and we just bonded very quickly, and, you know, we, it was great. That, that's a dream. She's a dream actor to work with. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the movie. So so first of all, I wanted to talk to you about so, so, something kind of funny that struck me funny, because I think, I think you have to deal with one of the worst hostage negotiators ever in, in film history. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's like, I think he's like thrown the robot completely out and doing all the wrong things. Yeah, he told me, at first he started talking, I'm like, is he trying to like crush the situation or is he he trying to escalate it even more? No, yeah, he's doing the exact opposite of what you think someone, he definitely doesn't calm me down, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, so I, I thought that was enjoyable. Also, another, another another funny aspect I thought to it, and again, I'm not offended by any way, but I, I, I'm glad that I can see that you weren't offended by profanity because I actually want to watch the movie again and see how many times the effort is dropped in it. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. I mean, I'm not offended by it at all. You no. know, like, um, very used to it. I have to, I have to calm myself down. I usually bad at interviews and things like that, swearing. I go, oh gosh, you need to. I don't mean any harm by it, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's colorful language. But there's so much, you know. There was, a, there was, a, there was a bit in it that I had to like redo for the trailer. I had to 
voiceover and take the swearing out, you know, so we could get that. Uh, absolutely. So, so let's talk about the movie and, and for the fans that, that will be listening. So, so talk about your character Wyatt because he's having the worst day ever. So, so just give us a little brief description of him and 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 how he relates like to you. Like, did you pull anything from you, yourself into him, or is he just a totally different character and you just had to really totally just go off with it? Yeah, I think I think what you you said there, he's having the worst day ever. I mean, this is gonna be. He's had some bad days in his life, which we find out throughout the film. But you, you literally come in on a man's worst day of his life, um, and he just can't quite believe it. Uh, to play it was, uh, I was completely appealed by the fact that you have this high stakes situation. You know what I mean? Like it required you to be on level ten from the opening scene. You know what I mean? Like we cut and we're in a bank heist that's gone wrong already. Um, in terms of you know myself, you know I identified a lot with the relationship he has with his father. you to, to this I mean or was it just something that you just fell into 
Um, yeah, it was, it's funny. I, I, when I was a little kid, uh, I always remember I would go to the movies with my mom and my cousin. We'd go to the movies, and my cousin would always come out of the movie, and whatever movie we watched, he'd say that he wanted to be the job of the lead character. So if the lead character was a cop, he'd come out and he'd be like, I want to be a cop. If the lead character was a lawyer, he'd come out and be like, I want to be a lawyer. But I always remember from a really young age, I just wanted to be, I'd always come out and be like, I want to be an actor. Um, and yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to be that, but I, I never took it seriously as like something I could do until I had a teacher in high school who kind of, I, I did drama and some of that, and she took me aside and she said, look, you know, I think you're talented and I think you could actually do this as a career. Uh-huh. Uh, so she, she completely opened up the world to me and told me how to get into, you know, acting school and how to train, and, and then from there I went on, and I'm very grateful to her. Good. Now, now, what, like, do you have a favorite genre, or are you just like a fan of all of it? I don't. I don't. I need to get better at this. I don't like picking favorites, but I know I should. I, I'm a big fan of comedy. I have to admit. Okay. Um, just because I, I, I do love love that. Um, but if I had to go, I, I like a good old drama. I, I love a good old drama. Somewhere you've got characters and actors who get to stick their you know teeth into roles where you have a character who starts one way like a perfect example is The Godfather you know Michael Corleone is the nicest sweetest guy at the start of that movie and then by the end he becomes the exact thing he said he would never be you know he says oh they're, they're my family Kate they're not me and then you know by the end and we get to watch that That's a, that to me is like any film that does that I love now, now, to put you on the spot, do you, do you have a favorite film, or is it... Because if everybody asks me, I, I couldn't do it. I'd have to pick up, like, ten, like, off the bat. Completely, yeah. And that's the same. Because I, 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 if I say to you now, you know, what right now is in my head is like, oh, Godfather, say Godfather. Right. But then this interview will end. I'll go and I'll start making my dinner, and then I'll go, oh, why didn't you mention Pulp Fiction? Or, you know, something else will come in, and I'll, and I'll regret it for the rest of my life. Television and and now like course feature films now do you prefer one or do you just you know it's a job you know or do you like one to the other? Um, I don't as of yet prefer one to the other. Um, as long as for me, as long as I'm getting to play interesting characters, um, in brilliant stories and working with excellent actors, I'm happy. You know whether that be in a movie, on TV, or on the stage. If it can fulfill those things, then. I'm always excited about it. Um, but who knows, maybe one, as I guess try my hand at more things, maybe I'll, because this was the first feature film I did where I had a leading kind of part in it. Yeah. And it, I have to admit, it was, it was a thrill to be able to tell that story the whole way through. I Because re- I, this whole, I, was, I had all my papers up and I was every day thinking about it, you know what I mean? And I love that aspect. I got a little bit of a adrenaline rush off of that. So that was, I was actually going to ask you, because like, this is like what your bigger leading roles in, in films. Did, did you feel a lot of pressure? I mean, or was it, or were you just like, okay, I'm just going to do it, and, you know, and just knock it out of the park? I, 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 felt, I felt a lot of pressure, but I, I love pressure. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's where I thrive. I've always been that kid at school, you know, that what they would say, they would say to my mom, oh, you know, he's, He's, he's bored and so he's not and I'd be messing around and being the class clown and stuff but if you gave me something that really challenged me I would be become obsessed you know and that was that was what it was like with this you know I, I knew from reading it that it was a challenge I knew from reading the script that I was like this will be tough like th- there's a very good chance that I will I will do a bad job at this and that just fueled me I, I love it I get high off that you know I'm a sadist in that way 
Absolutely. Now, now, obviously, we're in a different era now with COVID and everything. So, so what have been some of the challenges in your eyes, you know, to filming now as opposed because you've done it before and now during and you know, why do I want to say after because it's still going? But like, what? Do you, how do you feel about the state of you know making movies and television? I mean, you know, it's, 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 I gotta be honest, you know, it hasn't affected me in the sense of that we have brilliant, on, on projects like this and in TV, we have brilliant teams that they've hired in who their job is to make sure everyone is being safe. And they, that's, they do that so that we don't actually have to think about it. You know what I mean? We're obviously trying to be safe and wear our masks and do that, but there's people who are making sure we're tested every day and making sure we're, you know, and, and hats off to them because it's this whole job that no one had, you know, 18 months ago. And it's not, it's not exactly as well, like, the most appreciated job sometimes because these COVID, they have to go around and say, mask on, you know, act, hey, you two, step away. And people do get frustrated by the end, but they're just there keeping us all safe. So that's off to them, you know. Absolutely. Now, I also wanted to ask because, like, I noticed a lot of movies, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, but a lot of movies I've been reviewing or watching this year have been, like, smaller caliber in terms of cast, and this is another one. Like, it's mostly you and, and Ellie in the movie. I mean, you do have scenes with, like, the, 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 the other guys, you know, and stuff like that, and she has scenes with the mom and everything, but I feel like there's more of, like, a claustrophobic kind of tension to it because you don't have a lot of people it's it's real small and real compact yeah yeah it's, it's super claustrophobic i mean we spent i think it was 10 days in total you know, straight through in that bank yeah in, in that, that room. one room you guys are in for like the longest time how was that <laughs> yeah it was mad we, we went a bit we went a bit through lolly and, and like i was saying earlier you know yeah i didn't want to be too nice sally you know because we're, we're trying to get this intensity in the scenes and so we would just be going crazy you know we'd be in there for a bit and we'd come out for our lunch and we'd probably laugh for an hour just pure insanity and then we'd get back in that room and I'd be trying to you know figure her out and understand what she's doing to me and yeah I, I don't know if it was intentional you'd have to ask you'd have to ask Marcus but it definitely pays off that kind of smaller cast right. uh, I think now going back to Madison she's definitely not your everyday old school hostage I mean if there is one I mean there's definitely more layers to her and, I, and that's one yeah. of the aspects I enjoyed because like the dynamic between you two and then how she is at the beginning and to how she is at the end and I don't want to spoil it for people but I just got to mention because when it ended I was just kind of like uh, I was like, I, I didn't know really how to take it. I mean, so without like spoiling, like, like give us your take on it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, 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 I love that, you know, I, I, I love uh, surprises and, you know, I think, uh, you know, I've been thinking about it all, all the time. It's like we're moving towards, the, we, want we want to be surprised, you know, we want something to feel different at the end. And, and I think it's definitely yeah so because i always have a i always find a fight because my wife she hates like i, I want to say ambiguous endings you know and i yes. told her i go she didn't watch it with me so if you watch this movie with me you would have hate she would have probably slapped me when it was over with <laughs> yeah i know yeah it's, it's definitely surprising and, and you know if you're used to that kind of but I, I, I like that, you know, people, like, like you said at the start of this, you know, it wasn't really expected, and, and, and I I love that, you know. Absolutely. Now, did you know, like, did they surprise the ending on you, or was it something you always knew was going to happen? Because sometimes they'll do that. They won't show you, like, the script, like, for the ending, and they're like, hey, this is what we're doing. 
Uh, and I think we're going to see a lot of him uh, in the coming years. Yeah. I'm just happy I got to put him in early. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now last question I got for you, then I'll, then I'll let you go. So so, so, what's the future hold? Is there anything that you can give us a little sneak peek that, that we will we'll get from you? Um, I've got a few things coming up on TV. I don't think I'm allowed to say what they are, but I, I usually get that answer. Everybody, yeah, they're like, I can't talk about them. Like I totally understand. Yeah, I know. I know it's boring because I want to. I want to talk about it. It's the only thing I want to do, but I don't want to get in trouble. Um, I'm afraid if I talk about it, they'll, they'll edit me out of every scene and that's punishment. Oh, no worries. No, no. There's but, always those few yeah. times where somebody could actually tell me, tell me. But, but like I said, yeah. you're definitely on my radar. You know, I, I enjoyed your performance. I thought, I thought it was sensational, and like just. Yeah. For the type of movie it was, I was just I was just floored by it, you know. And like I said, it's not what you expect, and this is exactly the perfect type of movie to, to quell that criticism that that's going out there nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I can't wait. I, it's, it is. You're right. I'm very proud of it. Absolutely. And thank you for the words as well. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. And I, you know, and like I said, I, I, I look forward to seeing what you have to offer in the future. And also, I was reading your filmography. You're, you're in um, uh, 24. You, you're on, uh, th- that was like one of my favorite TV shows ever. How was that? I mean, I know it wasn't anything like, but, you know, how was it to be like, you know? It was, it was amazing. I, that, was, that was one of the first. I think that was, you know, my dad's American and I always wanted to work, but I was over here and I always wanted to do American projects and stuff of like that because I felt very, that was part of who I was and this came, 24 came through and it's, you know, it's only a couple of scenes over two episodes as a, as a soldier, but I loved it. It was such a good crack, you know, and uh, everyone in the cast there, I got to meet them all. They were all lovely and sound and it, and again, you know, same as the other film. I had a big machine gun. I was like 21 years old. I was loved. And then, real quick, Mission Impossible was the other one I saw. You know, so how was yeah. that? And 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 you know, because like, I love those movies. So was it? You like... I mean, well, the, there was, there's, there's, there's such an irony with that one because um, you know I was saying earlier about when I would come out of films and say I want to be an actor. I can remember the very first time out of my lips the words "I want to be an actor" came, and it was after Mission Impossible Two. I went to see Mission Impossible Two. That's my summer. favorite. I love it when Tom Cruise is like hanging off the rocks and they got that song playing at the start and he's taking the call it's the coolest thing ever yeah. um, and I just thought I want to do that I want to do that and I said I want to be an actor so with this Mission Impossible I think this was Mission Impossible 5 yeah. came through got the audition and it was a small part like a drone tech you know a couple of lines but on set if this happens any actor will tell you on set the part got cut and I was just sat there oh. I, went, I had to be tears in my eyes you know what I mean I was like oh but it was still amazing I met Tom I met everyone involved in the cast they were all lovely really friendly and you know it was I was just like I'm on Mission Impossible set this is like to go from that as a little kid to be there was like a you know wild trip Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. I'll, I'll let you go. Um, like I said, I'm going to put it out there, you know, and, and I can't wait for people to hear the interview. Like I said, you, you, you're, you're an amazing actor, and I look forward to see what you have to offer in the future. Thank you, John. I'll be following you as well. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. You have a wonderful holiday, and, and take yes, care. Okay. All right. Cheers. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. All right, there you have it, Action Flicks fanatics. That was my exclusive chat with Julian Moore Cook. He is the star of the new crime thriller, Blonde 
Purple, which is from director Marcus Flemings. And like I told him in the interview, this is a movie that really hits you. It's something that's different, something that's fresh. It's got an urban uh, noirish vibe to it in, in, in the vein of Dog Day Afternoon, that classic movie with Al Pacino. And and it's really something different. So when you're watching it, you definitely know that this isn't your ordinary heist movie. It's got a Guy Ritchie feel to it. You know, if you've ever seen a Guy Ritchie movie that, you know, he his type of filmmaking, you know, he, he kind of goes back and forth, you know, switches it, sw- switches the timelines up and doesn't go like in the normal way that most movies do. And this is something that does it like that. So I was really impressed with it. And with him, he's a rising star. I really feel that he has a bright future ahead of him and he was just super nice and such a pleasure to talk to we had a really great time talking and about everything about 24 mission impossible which unfortunately i found out he got cut in which which was which sucked but you know that's the way it goes but now he's he's headlining his first movie and check it out support it and always support independent cinema independent action cinema any type of independent cinema because these these filmmakers and the cast and crews really pour their hearts into these movies so they don't get out there as much as the blockbusters do so let's do our job and help support these movies so happy holidays to everybody until next time make sure you check out my website actionflix.com and the action fix podcast which is available on anchor spotify and everywhere else that you get your podcast i got a lot of great interviews on there so so many great interviews like i said Dolph Lundgren just did him phenomenal bit of fan of his forever we got Scott Atkins we got uh Paul Sloan from every last one of them uh we got Daniel Bernhardt action star Daniel Bernhardt from the Bloodsport movies phenomenal time talking to him Dominic Vandenberg who you know from Pitfire filmmaker Jesse V. Johnson. So many great interviews I did this month. I've done like 10 of them and it's been an amazing time and I can't thank all these people enough for taking the time to chat with myself and and to help promote my website. So until next time, keep it locked and loaded right here at actionflix.com and at the Action Fix podcast because we are your destination for everything action.